0: This is the Blaze Radio on demand. This
1: is the Chris Salcedo Show. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Hans von Spakovsky, everybody, is the manager of the Election Law Reform Initiative and a senior legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. Hey, Hans, it's been a long time, sir. Welcome back to the Chris Salcedo Show.
0: Well, well, thanks for having me back.
1: Uh, the, the, the reason I brought you on was it's it's something akin to what uh, that emailer was talking about, which was the sanctuary cities issue. Uh, Texas has been an, a leader on the forefront of cracking down on sanctuary cities, but it was my understanding that this this judge, when the administration, a uh, judge William Orrick, an Obama appointee, he put the kibosh on withholding federal funds from these cities that uh, thumb their nose at federal immigration law, but you write at foxnews.com that, no, as a matter of fact, Jeff Sessions, the attorney general, did just that, and he was fully complying with this judge's order. How do you square that that hole?
0: Well, because the judge, uh, as did the media, uh, completely misinterpreted the president's executive order. With the, pre- the Look, the judge... Uh, implausibly read the executive order as saying that the Trump administration was threatening to uh, cut off all federal funding of any kind to cities. So by that he meant you know, all kinds of entitlement funding, like you know Medicaid, Medicaid monies, and things like that. That's not what Trump's order said. What Trump's order said was that he was directing the Attorney General and the Secretary of Homeland Security to uh, cut off grants to sanctuary cities, and by grants, what he was talking about was both, both uh, DHS and the Justice Department, they get federal money from Congress every year to give out in what they call discretionary grants. So a city, for example, if they say, oh, you know, we want to improve our law enforcement capabilities, they can apply to the Justice Department and ask for a, a grant of federal funds. And it's up up to the uh, entirely discretion of the Attorney General as to which cities will be awarded this money. Part of what those cities have to do if, if they apply for the money is they have to certify that they are in compliance with all federal laws. And obviously, sanctuary cities are not in compliance with federal immigration laws. So the, the judge said, can't cut off all um, federal entitlements, uh, 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 the right to receive entitlement funds, but it is okay to cut off those kind of discretionary grants. That, that got overlooked in all the media coverage, and that's now, exactly what Session has said.
1: Well, how much money are we talking about uh, as far as these grants to cities like San Francisco, Los Angeles, uh, Chicago, Dallas, San Antonio? Uh, how much money are we talking
0: The Justice Department gives out a little over $4 billion in these kind of discretionary grants. So the amount that each city gets is probably, you know, it could be anywhere from a couple of million to tens of millions of dollars.
1: Sweet. And so and so and and they're withholding that money because these cities are lawless cities and they stand up for the rights and and privileges of illegal aliens, rather than standing up for the taxpayers of the United States, I get it. Hans von Spakovsky is our is our guest right now. He is the manager of the Election Law Reform Initiative, and a senior fellow at the Heritage Foundation. So, what is the next step for the administration? There there has to be, in your opinion, I'm asking, there has to be an effort to rein in these officials uh, who are in these sanctuary cities who think that their priority rests with the illegal aliens rather than the taxpayers of the United States and, and the citizens of the United States. What, what else, in your opinion, can the administration do to turn up the heat on these lawless operators?
0: Well, they've, they've done what they can from the executive branch. I think the other thing they ought to do is they ought to go to Congress and push Congress to actually uh, try cutting off not just grants, but other kinds of entitlement funds. And Let will give you an example of what I mean. Remember back uh, when we changed the drinking age across the country from um, 18 to 21? Well, the the way Congress helped accomplish that was they passed a law that said that states would lose 5% of their highway, uh, federal highway monies, if they didn't change the drinking age in their state uh, from 18 to 21. Uh, some states sued. That went all the way up through the courts. The court said it was perfectly uh, acceptable and reasonable for Congress to do that. And I think Congress ought to consider doing the same kind of thing uh, for the, to these sanctuary cities to hurt them even harder uh, from a financial standpoint.
1: Uh, it's always been confusing to me, and and probably some of our listeners out there that where where individuals who passed the Obamacare legislation. And uh, if, if individuals or cities or states said, "I don't want to comply," there there was a there was a penalty for that. If you there there seemed to be no uh, hesitation to to persecute to punish those who didn't want to follow the Obamacare law, which was a federal law imposed on the states and I was always confused why the immigration law, which is also a federal law, was not given the same type of teeth or power or consideration. Can you delineate why that is?
0: Well, because, you know, <laughs> look, the Obama administration and progressives, um, they don't care about principles. All they care about is the end result. And they will ignore, rewrite, or twist any law to, to, to get what they want. You know, what's really different about the situation is, The federal government actually doesn't have any authority over health care. There's nothing in the Constitution that provides that. Immigration, on the other hand, is the one area that the Constitution says is 100% the authority of the federal government. So, in fact, all these states and cities, places like California, uh, they're they're basically um, repeating the behavior of southern states in the 1860s. In saying that, um, well, we're we're going to try to nullify federal immigration law because that's really what's going on,
1: right? And you know what? There's also a a a big deal of hypocrisy when the previous administration clamped down on Arizona for passing a law SB 1070 that would have basically mirrored federal immigration law, and then and the federal government said, no, 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 that's that's our job not to do, <laughs> and so and so uh, immediately when states say, well, they they start like the state of Texas, start passing laws saying we will aid uh, the federal government in their efforts, uh, somehow people start losing their minds.
0: Yeah, they do. And by the way, if I can respond to Eric, uh, there's no, there's no uh, uh, claims being made that people are, who look Hispanic are somehow being asked to do citizenship. That's not what's happening. No. What's happening is that when a local town in Texas, for example, When they arrest someone, um, what is it that they normally do? Well, in addition to prosecuting them on local charges, they immediately check to see whether there are arrest warrants out for that person in other states or by the federal government. And if, in fact, for example, the feds also have an arrest warrant for you, they're going to notify the federal government that, that you've been arrested. What these sanctuary cities are saying is, well, we're going to do that with American citizens. But if somebody is there who's there illegally, well, then we're not going to do that. And we're certainly not going to honor a federal detainer warrant on yeah. that person. So they're actually giving more rights to illegals than they do to U.S. citizens.
1: Well, that's, like you said, that's what progressives do. Hans von Spakovsky, he's the manager of the Election Law Reform Initiative and a senior fellow at the Heritage Foundation, sir. appreciate the time and expertise as always.
0: Thanks, Chris.